Let's play this shit already so we can get fucked up. We're already fucked up. Not today, though. This is the most sober I have ever been for a pogo. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pogo City Radio. I'm Andrew Bedlam. We're getting today's show started off with a fun cover coming from Violent Society covering GBH. Let's check it out. That was Violent Society on. Hope you guys going to enjoy the show. Andrew Bedlam here, flying solo again. I've had no schedule whatsoever. I, I, I'm just completely random. Like, even my work schedule is just, like, whatever the fuck I, I make it. It's just bonkers. I cannot have any type of schedule whatsoever or else I will just fail miserably. I am only successful when flying from the seat of my pants. But how the fuck you guys doing? As I said, we started off with Violent Society. We've been talking about an awesome show they got coming up. Going to mention it at the top of this show. I think it's uh, July 15th, uh, which is less than two months away now, in Boston with Blank 77 and The Unseen, as well as Death Before Dishonor. It's going to be a fucking blast. Now, we were talking about this show a lot in the last episode. Maybe we'll play some of the other bands on the bill in this one, but we were playing Violent Society in the last episode, and uh, Pat heard it, and we were talking about GBH and seeing the band and all that, and I didn't know that they had uh, covered I Am The Hunted. I'm pretty sure it came out on some Philly punk comp, but it was just uploaded to YouTube eight days ago, so if you guys want to hear more from that track, I guess you can search uh, Violent Society, I Am The Hunted, and you can find more about the album album from that YouTube link. It was just posted earlier this week. Definitely a lot of fun. Pat also in Battalion Zoshka and Cranked Up. Now, I know Cranked Up from Punks Unite 3. And if you guys like listen to this show, you know one of the uh, most pinnacle albums to uh, me and $4 Sean comps for sure is the Pogo Attack, which came out, you know, early, mid-90s. Um, with just that whole tri-state area 
punk thing going on, street punk with the casualties and blanks, and that was uh, the pogo attack. Why am I talking about the pogo attack? Because I mean to be talking about punks unite. Well, it's a live show. The pogo attack, also awesome. I mean to talk about the Charge Records comps, Punks Unite. Now, the first Punks Unite was actually Charge Records' first release, which gets written up as their first official release is the Oi Scout 7-inch with Gabe. But, uh, you know, that was of, an, like, of one band. The actual first thing they put out was the comp. The Casualties were the first track on it. There was a bunch of awesome bands that would one day become some of my favorites, like LCB and the Devotchkas and like the New York Relics. I, I, I want to say maybe Bomb Squadron. Not really sure, but when you'd get to Punks Unite 2, that was International Chaos. And then way down the road in like 2004, 2005, Punks Unite 3, Leaders of Today, came out. And there was a track on there by a Philly band cranked up, and I had no idea who Pat was back then. And I just thought... This uh, this band, well, really the track, because that was all I had heard, was fucking awesome. It was called All Cranked Up. Uh, the album, they did put out a full-length album uh, called Cranked Up Really High. I'm looking for Cranked Up. Here we go. Here's the album, All Cranked Up. Now, uh, I do want to hear the track i'm gonna have to look for this a little because i gotta dig it up but uh in the meantime we're, we are gonna get to cranked up but before we do that just saw the virus and was talking about bomb squadron we'll get into more about them why don't we play a bomb trap bomb squadron track first and uh then we'll See if I can get things ironed out, fine cranked up, and uh, talk about that a little. So here's one of my favorites. Now, uh, Bomb Squadron, a semi-local band coming out of Reading. You know, some of the members were from Easton, and some of these members would go on to form The Virus. Now, their second singer was Fat Dave, who's now, and pretty much always has been, one of the guitarists for the virus but the original singer is ian and he was in uh the marks who i got to play with a few times back in the day and also video massacre that uh some of you locals might remember uh from reading as well but we're playing throughout the lehigh valley a bunch about five six years ago when we were first getting moving so this one has ian on vocals he's been on the show a couple times here's blow em up bomb squadron <laughs> Okay, okay, I know this is a punk show, 
But I'm, I'm on a computer. That was Bomb Squadron right there. I'm on a computer, and something just popped up that said ABC fired Jimmy Kimmel. And I can't believe that. I'm so fucking pissed. I got to read more about it. It literally just popped up on my screen. Now, I totally love late-night television. I love um, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, all of SNL. Watch all them all the time. If you guys pay attention to any of that, the Hollywood writers, entertainment writers are all on strike right now. So none of those shows, Bill Maher's Real Time, none of those shows are on right now. Fucking sucks for me. Like, I watch that shit constantly. I love Bill Maher. I'm still listening to his podcast, but that's a little little different. But um, so the, the writers are on strike, and apparently ABC just fired Jimmy Kimmel. Like, that was a pop-up, some news thing that just came up. I'm going to have to find out more about that. But before that popped up, uh, I did find the Cranked Up track. Now, as I was saying, I initially came across this song on Punk's Unite 3, Leaders of Today. And uh, there was a pretty long gap between International Chaos and Leaders of Today. And then even a longer one until uh, Punk's Unite 4, which recently came out and is honestly one of the best ones. Definitely one of the best ones. Maybe we'll get to a track from that record as well. We played one in the last episode when we were talking about Pogo in the Pit 2 and K-Genocide from Revolt. That track was from the fourth Punks Unite. This next track we're going to get to is from the third Punks Unite and also from the album Cranked Up Really High. It's Pat on vocals once again, the same singer from Violent Society. Getting to it up next on Pogo. Here's Cranked Up. Coming out of Philly, of course. And cranked up right there. Now, we were talking about the fourth Punks Unite, which was kind of a Charge Records return, came out about a year or two ago. We did a couple big shows about that record. I know it was right when the, uh, so maybe it was even longer. I think it was about when the Tony Hawk video game got re released on like PlayStation 4 and 5 and shit, probably even before. PlayStation 5, but uh, yeah, we did a whole thing where we cut out the soundtrack and played the fucking Punks Unite 4 record, and it was funny because we were actually, we uh, we had a bunch of bands, members from bands that were on the 4th Punks Unite, if you guys go back into the archives, be it on Spotify or Apple Podcast, and especially over on the Podbean site where you guys can find all 600 and something episodes, but if you go back a couple years ago, you will find um, where we were doing a bunch of shows with uh, the stick-ups and the wheels and the bad English 
and they were all on that latest Punks Unite record a lot heavy from the Denver scene heavy from the Denver scene and we're gonna get to one of my favorite tracks on Punks Unite 4 also we had a uh, Ben I think it was from the stick ups call in and uh, hang out on the show for a while we're gonna get to their track up next here's out of order by the stick ups on Pogo All right, that was the Stick Ups coming out of Denver. Like I said, they have a full-length album out, and that's also on Punks Unite 4. I think they also got a 7-inch out. You should go give them a follow on Spotify, find some more stuff from them. And, uh, yeah, so the virus... Cheap Sex, Blanks, Doc Rotten, and Revelators show happened. I got one of the uh, flyers. Definitely going to be hanging that shit up. I fucking love it. It's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles influenced, featuring Rocksteady and Bebop for all you uh, late 80s, early 90s cartoon nerds. They would be Shredder's henchmen, which was, you know, in, in like the late 80s and early 90s, any like city bad boy, whether it was like Jason goes to Manhattan or whatever, they always had to be like a punk rocker with like studs and mohawk. And so like Shredder, he finds like this gang and they're like these street thugs and they're all misfits looking with mohawks and he like, you know, they're like hoodlums and he like kidnaps them and fucking or just like talks them into going with them and combines them with like a rhinoceros and like a, a boar or some shit and that's how he makes his, his mutants with the same ooze that made the turtles into ninja turtles and splinter into splinter you guys know the origin stories of the ninja turtles right i'm not here by myself am i you follow you follow you know who bebop and rocksteady are regardless i don't know who did the artwork 
but it's fucking awesome, and it's going to be in a frame on my wall soon. Now, the show was fucking awesome. Highly disappointed. Not going to say it. I'm sorry. I don't know what the point of cheap sex and virus being on the same bill is if Mike Virus doesn't sing one song with the virus. I speak the truth. I don't... Come on, guys. The whole excitement of cheap sex and the virus on the same bill is because will Mike sing with the virus even if it's just for a song will they do today's rebellion tomorrow's freedom I told you I didn't know that would happen but I imagined it would my imagination was wrong but I don't I don't see why I was standing there right next to Mike virus and I knew it wasn't going to happen the virus show started Mike virus at the back of the room with me motherfucker shorter than I am I don't know how the fuck he could see anything because I couldn't see shit Right up front for blanks, but uh, you know I was a little spent after that. I had I had um, you know sweat out every ounce of liquid in my body, and uh, the room was hot as hell when there was no one in there. And like you know I was jumping and slamming and pogoing the whole blank set. So you know took it a little easier for cheap sex and the virus. But I've really I love the virus. I've seen the virus ten thousand times. I've seen the virus with different fucking singers. I've seen the virus with different drummers, different guitarists. Different bass players. You know the virus has had like something like nine different bass players. By the time their second album came out, it, it was like a singles and rarities because they had had so many lineup changes. And I remember when you would open like the center fold of the CG, CD jacket, there was mad pictures and everybody would be labeled in it. And there was seriously like eight different bass players. Now, I'm not sure. I don't think... Paul was the formal original bass player garage band days. He may have been, but he was definitely the bass player for the Still Fighting for a Future record, which was also an early Charged Records release. And on that record, that's when Mike Virus was singing. And, um, you know, the song, still, the album was Still Fighting for a Future, but the track Still Fighting for a Future was not on that record and was actually released on one of the Punks Unite comps, I think the second one. And, uh, but, you know, Mike Virus moved back to uh, California, San Diego, whatever, where he was originally from and had to leave the virus. And Paul was the bass player and also sang like the second lead on one of my favorite tracks, Today's Rebellion is Tomorrow's Freedom. And like Paul has like this really cool, slow, deep voice, nothing at all like Mike's. But the song was awesome. And then Paul took over on vocals and, you know, they had many different bass players. And, um, now, uh, Josh from No Heads has been the bass player in that band for like ever now and still is. He was at that show. You should check out his other band from Virginia, No Heads. I think we got, we played with them as the Stabs in fucking um, Florida at the We Are the Punks 3. That was a good time. They played the same day as us. And uh, yeah, but I was really, I'm not going to lie, super disappointed. Super disappointed. Like, like not one song, not, not like. Even if it's not today's rebellion, that one's kind of hard. You got Dave screaming in the background. It fucking sounds awesome. Doing all these different vocal ports with multiple leads. I, I can understand if you can't swing that one. But we couldn't We, we, we couldn't have had fucking Mike Virus sing like Forgotten Rebels or, or something. Like we, we couldn't do that. Why not? Why not? He was in the room, standing there. He had performed 10 minutes earlier. Smash your symbols to the wall, launch off to war, all that shit. Why did he not go on the stage? I mean, I have recordings of Mike Blanks going on stage with Pat and Battalion Zoshka to cover fucking Submachine. And that's fucking amazing. And those three things have nothing to do with each other. The virus and cheap sex and Mike virus completely linked, all on the same bill, but no collaboration. Disappointed. Disappointed. Great show. Disappointed. Disappointed. I heard they also didn't do that whenever uh, the last reunion was. I didn't realize at one of the big like festivals, be it, I don't know which one it was, Fuck You, We Rule, or The Punk Invasion, or Bowling. I guess they were both on the same bill, and they didn't do that. But like I said, in the Punk Core DVD, they did it at the 10-year anniversary, and it was fucking awesome. And I don't know why they refuse to repeat this but yes i am was disappointed in that the show as a whole was amazing jason and chris did a great job as always but i don't know why we couldn't get mike virus on stage with the virus now we're gonna play today's rebellion you know why don't we play today's rebellion and then i want to talk about one of the opening bands who uh you know we'll get to in a second now as i was saying uh, the virus Today's Rebellion comes from their 
first album still fighting for a future and i'm gonna have a hard time finding it aren't i aren't i i'm gonna have to like go online and get this son of a bitch all right so we're gonna come back to the virus this is what i mean about flying from the seat of my pants now uh this semi ties to the virus i was talking about Ian from Bomb Squadron, you know what I mean? And uh, he had a band, The Marks, and we played with them a few times. But one time I distinctly remember is at Alexander's German Deli, which was, yes, an actual deli. <laughs> it was after hours, and, you know, they had, like, this whole, like, restaurant section where the tables were moved, and that was the stage it was so there was plenty of people there but it was so bad like there's like people walking everywhere like where they would normally not be like backstage if you will and i don't mean a green room i mean like literally behind the stage and like somebody we're plugged into a power strip like a surge protector someone walking back there accidentally trips and i think it was in right as we were starting this song and unplugs my bass amp the pa pretty much everything <laughs> And then you just hear, oops, my bad, and plug it back in, and you hear everything power up. But that was with Ian when he was in the marks, and that was when I was playing with Bedlam Punks, our little high school band, and we decided to get back together with Black Zach and do a little recording. And here's one of our old song, Drinking Buddies. I'm going to try and cue up the virus today's rebellion after this, but here's Bedlam Punks, Drinking Buddies. That was Bedlam Punks with me on bass and vocals, Black Zach on guitar. That was a lot of fun, and it was a little like we hadn't played together in like 12 years. It was like, come over this weekend, we're going to record, and um, we're going to be doing something like that again pretty soon. But I did promise to play the virus Today's Rebellion, Tomorrow's Freedom, featuring both Mike and Paul, both singers from the virus, you know, and uh, we're going to play that and then I'll get back to what I was talking about. So here's one of my all time favorite tracks, especially high school age. Like this song, like really got me into street punk and the virus. I was really hoping Mike Virus would come on stage with the virus. He did not. But here is the virus. Today's Rebellion. Another day. 
I have no idea what the fuck. I gotta change some channels. We got, I, I think it's a channel, but like this shit is changing the volume of like one of the left or rights. Like that shit just blew the fuck out. And that was like the quieter track, uh, the quieter side. I don't understand what the fuck just happened. That was the virus. Today's rebellion. Tomorrow's freedom. If you could do better, start your own podcast. Either way, start your own podcast. Yeah, that's what you should do. That's what you should do. Now, uh, I was talking about the Bedlam Punks and how we were just kind of winging it a couple years ago and threw the tracks out there. Now, um, we're kind of about to do the same thing with the Spiky Tops. Now, last week, I wanted to play the Spiky Tops, which is me, $4 Sean, Renee from Blanks, and Joe from the Unsubs. On the recording, I play bass and guitar. Uh, Renee plays guitar. Joe plays vocals. And Sean drums. But we're going to get back together, and I think we're going to make a trip out to Virginia and do some recording over there. And I told Joe, I was like, Joe, why don't you just play bass i was like it doesn't really make sense because then i gotta like overdub and like you know like my guitar parts like i think the first time i played bass while renee played guitar and sean played drums and then i had to sit there and overdub my guitar parts and then renee had to overdub her guitar parts and we are talking about maybe every now and then sometimes playing a little show in which case it's just even more a pain in the ass because it's like well am i gonna play bass because it'll sound better or am i gonna play guitar because the guitar parts are more intricate am i gonna switch it's like fuck it let's just have joe play bass he plays bass in the unsubs and i do prefer bands that have like a mobile front man but the, the spiky tops are, are not a full-time band even if we do play some shows it'll be a handful and i think we'll survive without a mobile front man and it'll uh you know it'll be good to have a full band up there regardless i have a bunch of songs some of them are bedlam leftovers some of them are new my man four dollar sean thinks every song needs to be played and um i'm not in too much agreement with that but we'll we'll see where that goes but uh yeah we've been practicing been playing got to hang out with joe this weekend at the virus show got to see chandler from bolo some of the virginia people was a good time got to see lcj hung out with aaron uh you know who i was not cool with and now i'm cool with hung out with aaron fucking for a while and speaking of aaron and uh, the Parasitic still very much together. They got a new drummer, one-sided, now dead. But don't you worry, these records are coming out soon. I love how people still ask me if the record's coming out. And it's like, dude, do you think I have, like, hundreds of records sitting on my attic floor, just, like, collecting dust and in my way, and I'm just never going to mail them? What would I do with hundreds of my own record? I can understand, like, five copies. What the fuck would I do with hundreds of copies of my own record? I gotta be real, kinda pisses me off. Kinda pisses me off a lot. It's like a lack of trust. Don't pre-order albums if you don't wanna wait, people. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, regardless, it'll be out soon. And uh, it just like, yes, don't worry, but The Parasitic's got two new tracks. And um, also, uh, One Side It has our two last tracks with the you know, real one-sided with uh, me, Tim, Milo, Chris, Aaron, and Quinn. So uh, yeah, it's a little post-mortem record, you know, but aren't that, aren't those the best punk records? Like aren't, don't the best punk bands break up before the record comes out? Like, isn't that what happens? <laughs> but uh, why don't we play some one-sided? This track comes you know what we play the tracks that are coming off this fucking record enough why don't we play one of the older one-sided tracks that was one of my favorites i'm talking about adderall uh all right here's adderall one-sided
right that was one-sided now we did actually hard copy release that track as well i wonder how many of you actually own it we did not put many out it's on clear vinyl super rare but uh yeah definitely a good recording that track's awesome and i'm gonna tell you that record we got coming out soon even fucking better the parasitics on the other side definitely awesome like i said the parasitics have a new drummer so i think you know they're just like getting tight and they'll be out playing shows plenty frequently again soon but uh yeah definitely excited about that now today well actually before we get there we are we've been talking about stuff that like the pogo crew pogo city is putting out themselves so why don't i take a second and remind you about hipster and the punk which is something four dollars sean has been doing on his own with his brother a little comic strip uh you know, not based on them, but inspired fictionally by them. And, uh, you know, uh, just a funny little, like, three-cell comic strip that you would find in, like, the Sunday paper. But they have an Instagram page for it, and it's been getting better and better. It's at Hipster and the Punk. And uh, Rob is listening to this while you work. I hope that shit is in some headphones, because I have a dirty fucking mouth. But yes, thank you for listening, and uh, go check out... Go check... Oh, we just got paused. Oh, because... Because we played one-sided, and people, I'm not even going to go there. We're getting tagged for one-sided. I love getting tagged for bands I played in. I love that. I love getting tagged on my own show for music I recorded and put out. Fucking love it. But yes, yes, that's called sarcasm, people. But uh, tomorrow, what is tomorrow? May 19th. What would tomorrow be? Why should May 19th be in your head because it would be Joey Ramone's 72nd birthday. Joey Ramone's 72nd birthday will be coming tomorrow. So before I started this polo show, now I was going back and forth. I wanted to do another best albums video. If you guys haven't seen the best punk albums video yet, there are two of them. One on the Dead Boys, Young, Loud, and Snotty. One on Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers, L-A-M-I. F, but um, I wanted to make one. Well, I was going to do The League or um, The Exploited next, and then I was like, wait, Joey Ramone's birthday is this month. Maybe I should do something Ramone's. And I was, instead of just fixing, fixating on one album, I was going to go at it like in a, a little bit different, and I, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag because that video's still going to come, but we're going to put it on the back burner for a little, and tomorrow, as in Friday, I guess, I will be dropping a new video, which is strictly on Joey Ramone. You know, it'll be like that eight to ten minute format with some pictures, and um, it's going to be all about Joey Ramone and like how important he was to the punk rock scene. Not just the Ramones, but Joey Ramone, the person specifically. And I know probably everyone listening to this knows plenty of history about the Ramones, but make sure you check out this video because it's really more so about Joey Ramone. I have it all scripted out and I read it out to a rude girl, Jess, and like I have like a six page script and like by the time I got to like page three, she was like, wait, what? That happened? I never knew that. He did what? I didn't know that. So I think you might find some little tidbits about Joey and his personal life that you may not have known. Like, of course, you know, he was the front man of the Ramones and his name was Jeffrey Hyman and they only had one gold album and it wasn't even a full length. We're not. I don't care about that. We're going to talk about Joey and what made him special. And we're going to remember on him, remember on him, remember him on what would be his 72nd birthday, doing our own little Joey Ramone birthday bash, if you will. So uh, make sure you follow Pogo City Radio's YouTube. That's at Pogo City Radio 77 on YouTube and um, at Pogo City Radio pretty much everywhere else. As I said, remember, go give at hipster and the punk a follow on Instagram. 
check out Sean's awesome little uh, comic strips. Now, I saw Rob. That made me think of the Scranton shows. I don't know if he has anything coming up, but I know Mike Ramirez told me he has a show coming up. So let me see if I can... Oh, there he is. Let me see if I can find the show he sent me. Uh, da, 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 da. No, that show happened already. I thought there was another one, damn it. All right, well, he did not send me a flyer. He sent me a track. So why don't we play this track up next by Tear Gas. This is one of his newer bands. So Ramirez from uh, Kirkby Kiss, and you guys who listen to this show probably know him more from Despised and Jay, a Jersey punk band that recently called it quits. Tear Gas is one of Mike's new bands. They are a Jersey hardcore band. This is their demo. The track is called Showdown. Let's check it out next. Right, tear gas coming out of Jersey. First time I've even heard that track. I actually liked it a lot. I'm not the biggest hardcore guy, but this is pretty fucking kick ass. And you guys should go to Tear Gas's Bandcamp. Um, I am hearing. I think they might have a show coming up. Trying to work one out. But uh, yeah, go to Tear Gas Bandcamp and uh, go find that track. Give them a follow so you can get the more material as they release it. Um, they're fairly new band i think this is their only track recorded as of now so like i said go to their band camp follow them and be kept up to date with the latest now uh, we were talking about the spiky tops tracks and how we are going to get together and do some recording again possibly a show and um i forgot i went to play it last week and i was like oh wait i don't have that song up anywhere to stream and then i remembered that joe put up the music video 
by itself on YouTube that he made for the Pogo in the Pit 2 DVD. So uh, please go to YouTube and hit like on that shit. It's on the 4D Kids production page. You can just go to YouTube and sp type in the Spiky Tops. It'll come up. The track is called Let's Go Pogo. Let's check it out now. Bitches. I am rock and roll. Yeah, it says it was recorded April 1st. That's an April Fool's joke. The spiky tops, like I said, look out for more material. We, that was, I think that time in the studio was the first time the four of us ever even played together. It's fun doing things like that, you know what I mean? I would love, I would love to be playing shows every weekend and putting out real albums. I'll do it in a heartbeat if you want to. But in the meantime, you know what I mean? I, I love just fucking meeting up with some friends, seeing what the fuck happens, having fun, putting it out there. That's what's good about the internet. It's like, I want to put out a full length album that no one will listen to or buy. You don't want that to happen. It's just like the times have changed. We got that like punk rock attitude, but everything now is more single based because everything is the computer. And even if it's fucking Taylor Swift, she's gonna be on Spotify and she's gonna get a lot more plays releasing one track at a time with the way the album algorithm works than instead of releasing an entire album. And that's one of the biggest recording artists in the world. Now we're talking about little puddle jumper punk bands. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, even though I really want to put out consistent material and albums, it really just seems like if, you, if you're doing it for yourself and your own passion, that's all well and good. I do that too, but uh, no, I do it for people to appreciate. Like, I can play by myself in my room if I wanted to hear myself play, but I want you to hear it. And I want you to think it's good. And I want it to inspire you. Or you can fucking hate it. Go fuck yourself. I don't care. I would prefer it if you liked it, though. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I totally way more prefer that. But, <laughs> but, like, you know, it's just good. I think that's really what punk's about. Especially that, like, not to be too fucking underground trendy, but especially that you're a sellout brand of punk rock. It's like, you can't call the fucking spiky tops a sellout. We ain't gonna make a goddamn dime. We won't probably make a goddamn album. And we are merely playing music because we enjoy it and we are friends and it sounds good to us and it's fun. And I totally encourage you to do the same thing and you should do it in honor of Joey Ramone whose birthday is tomorrow riggedy riggedy Rexon but uh yeah just you know spilling the beans a little on that video I got coming up but Joey Ramone was definitely such an inspiration to like outcasts and introverts throughout the world but if you really want to hear my opinion on that make sure you follow Pogo City Radio's YouTube and look out for the video I got dropping tomorrow on Joey Ramone's 
what would be his 72nd birthday. Now, um, I don't know of, of any shows lined up at this particular location, but Rob is telling me that it seems like he, it's starting in August, he is going to be doing monthly Sunday matinees in Scranton at the Independent Wrestling, I just lost it. Independent wrestling and punk hardcore ska. Oh, so he's putting on wrestling like events too, like Joe would do. That's cool. So they're going to be doing punk hardcore ska. I think some wrestling, if I'm reading this right. And uh, there's going to be Sunday matinees starting in August. So make sure you guys follow Rob Alpic on Facebook because I'm sure he will be posting plenty about it. But uh, yeah, I don't know if he has any confirmed bands yet but definitely going to be doing a lot of stuff in scranton in august rob always doing a lot of stuff in scranton he booked that um blanks big d show that happened i want to say a year and a half two years ago two years ago that was a whole lot of fun and i feel like we were just recently at that same venue who the fuck were we seeing it was blanks again and i I don't really remember who else, but Rob puts on some good goddamn shows. So uh, make sure you stay plugged in with him. They got some matinees. I always say, I hear all these old heads, I miss the matinees, the matinees. So go to them. They're coming back. People hear you missing the matinees. Rob is one of them and he's booking them. So uh, go. And I'm sure he has enough bands hitting him up already. But hit them up for your band. Go bug them. See if you could be on one of those matinee shows. All right. But uh, we've been on for almost an hour, and I don't have all that much more to say. We are going to play a couple more tracks. We were talking about Blanks. We were talking about The Unseen Show, and The Blanks have two awesome shows coming up, one with Violent Society that we talked about earlier in the show and then they all uh, and the unseen as well in boston july 15th and um i gotta bring up the flyer for another matinee show that's being held at um the showcase theater in Stroudsburg. they're fucking whatever i will figure out the details as uh, we listen to some blanks and it is the 26 year anniversary kind of a um, weird number to set up an anniversary thing you would think maybe the 20 or 25 years blank's got to do it their own way the 26 year anniversary of tanked and pogo they're playing the album all year long in its entirety at all their shows and uh, they did it the other night it was fucking awesome tanked and pogo in my opinion by far their best full-length album i love all three but tanked and pogoed is just the shit we're gonna play one of the slower ones but you know what it's one of the slower ones that they still play all the time and always gets the crowd moving here's suburbia
Suburbia. All right, yeah, so you can go online and see what is our now by customary picks of every Blank 77 show of me screaming the lyrics into Mike's face. And I swear, every single show, I'm right in front of Mike, and every single show there's cameras, and every single show there is a picture of me with my mouth making the O face like this at Mike's crotch because I'm singing the chorus to this song. And I just go, you know Tim's whole thing <laughs> fucking dude every show there is a picture of me with my fucking fish o lips singing right in front of Mike every single show there is a picture that looks like I am about to blow Mike on stage it is hilarious and it's funny I uh, it's always to the same song I can tell it's always to the same song <laughs> suburbia right there so I did have time to pull up blanks flyer for their next show which is a semi-local show like i said it is at the showcase the sherman showcase theater in straussburg it is july 9th a matinee 12 dollars at the door doors at 2 p.m on a sunday show starts at three it'll probably be over by like seven or some shit i imagine the misos are also playing rubik's pube and Whiskey Bats. Now the Misos, Chad is playing drums in. Whiskey Bats is uh, Mike, Chad's nephew's band. He's also married to Jen. I don't know, are they married? Yeah, they're married. Jen from the Drugettes, who has been on here plenty of fucking times. And like I said, don't forget about that Further Away Blank show in Boston. It's gonna be a banger with the unseen Death Before Dishonor, Blank 77, Violent Society, The Massacred, July 15th at the Middle East downstairs. You guys can find tickets at mid, uh, uh, at whatever website. I don't fucking know. I can't read it. It's too fucking small. But you might want to buy tickets for this. I feel like it would sell out. These are some bigger bands the unseen we're lucky if they do two shows a year and uh, this is one of them so it's going to be a good fucking time. Now, um, I think that's all. I think that's all we got. We talked about Ramirez's new band, Joey's Birthday. Uh, we played Cranked Up. We played fucking the GBH cover by um, fucking Violent Society. I just got kicked off. I just got kicked off the live thing, but that's fine. That's why we don't do it that often. We were getting out of here anyway. I'm going to leave you guys with the Drew Getz, who we just mentioned. Go on YouTube. I don't believe the Drew Getz are really playing anymore. I've never seen anything that says, like, we're done, but they, they haven't done anything since before COVID, so hopefully they'll be back soon, but definitely go to their YouTube because they got a bunch of awesome, high-quality music videos that are definitely worth watching. The songs sound awesome. Here's one of my favorites, The Drew Gets, with no apologies. We'll catch you next time. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, tell your motherfucking friends, comment, click all them goddamn buttons, and follow at Pogo City Radio 77 on YouTube. Looking out for that new Joey Ramone video I'm going to drop. You could just type in Pogo City Radio into YouTube, and we will come up. See you guys next time. Here's The Drew Gets, no apologies, coming out of Philly.
party's over. Fucking Sean.